that it's recording from the headphones. That's really cool. So I'm currently on a walk. <sighs> I was just listening to, you could probably guess it, the We Can Do Hard Things podcast with Glennon Doyle, Abby Wambach, and Amanda Doyle. And today's guest, or did it come out today? Who cares? Oh, oh, sorry, there's mud. I am in slides, and I almost, <laughs> almost stepped in mud. <laughs> so, okay, and the other guest on this delicious, sweet, just tender episode was how to heal with Alex L. And I just want to drop in here some of the things that were said because I'm listening to it on this walk. I've got my new Bose headphones and I'm telling you, I've been using these headphones like nobody's business. They are the over-the-ear headphones and I did so much research about them. I am going to get back to the episode, trust me. But I did so much research on what kind of headphones I should get and I know I wanted the over-the-ear ones because I want to be able to do, like, my own silent discos and shit, and I just, <laughs> you know, I just want to vibe, so I got them, and they've actually been really helping because I got my Dave pierced, I think the original person that named it called it Doth, called it Doth, um, I don't know, it was on the internet, so it could not even be real, but anyway... They called it a Dave. It's the very inner of my ear. Um, pain? You want you want to hear pain? Okay, I'll tell you pain. Because um, I just feel like people need to know. And I don't think I'm explaining it very well of what it is. But, like, if you're looking at your ear, it's where the very center comes up and in. Um, if that helps at all. So I got it pierced. And I was so ready for it to just be a really <laughs> brutal experience because the rook was a solid, solid 7 out of 10, maybe 6, but probably 7. <laughs> so the day that I was just expecting it to just be fucking intense and I took I had some I think it was hybrid so that helped a little when it happened I just took a really deep breath and blew out super dramatically and I was holding my friend's hand so and I was squeezing my friend's hand so all in all it was a three out of ten and I let you this, I, I tell you this, I was going to say, like, I let you in on this. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I was going to say that I am letting you this, letting you this in. <laughs> okay, hold on. 
because what's happening? So I was going to let you in on this. First of all, because maybe you're thinking about it, and also because I gained nothing from lying to you about it being a 3 out of 10. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. And again, count in all of those factors of how I... I just walked into... You know those, like, swarms of really small bugs? Uh, <laughs> swarms. The little just, they're just, it's like a cloud of them, and they're all just swirling around each other. I just walked in one of those. Um, nobody said that this podcast episode outside wasn't going to be chaotic. <laughs> we're, we're in the elements, okay? But anyway, it was a 3 out of 10, and I would do it again. Um, and the headphones have been really working because I don't have to worry about putting in a little earbud in my ear. So that was uh, definitely a bonus. And yeah, so these headphones are great. And I want to talk about what we talked about on the podcast. Something else that is new with me is the pictures from Unleash are out. They're here. They're ready. And they are so beautiful. I was looking through them and I was like, wow, this place was fucking different and so familiar. And uh, I just leaving Unleash because of the portal that it is it sends you it sends you to like to this other place of like in time almost where things that matter don't and things that don't matter matter it like it flips around so many things so it was interesting, and I never talked about it on the podcast. It was interesting coming back from that kind of space because of how I felt in it. And so to almost feel as though you're experiencing whiplash from leaving one place and entering another finding and feeling I don't even know where to start it's like a it's a, it's a it's a flavor of hope and um belonging to come back and have the environment be well, I mean, I said whiplash, and it's to give you a visual of what emotionally was happening. I felt like, oh, wait, what, what is going on? Like, this is the, this is the world? Oh, yeah, fuck. And this is my world? Because a goal that I took from that realization was, okay, well, this is just informing me 
that I don't really want to have whiplash like this the next time I leave Unleash because, oh, I'm going again. (laughs) And so I just, it's not that I don't want to feel deeply at the next one. It's not that I feel... I have moved away from feeling as though this realization is only a burden. I'm taking it more simply and more graciously as information. But finding out about all this was jarring. So I'm just proud of myself for getting to this point. And the pictures came out today, and it literally felt like I was... It almost felt like. No, 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 no. You know what it felt like? Because I've never explained it this way. But it felt like home. I was going to say it almost felt like I was there again because that's what I was telling the people who are also getting the pictures and I'm still communicating with because, wow, what a fucking way to build community is by... Okay, so, (laughs) basically, I'm looking at the photos, and I feel that sense of home. And it's such a delicious flavor. So the pictures were beautiful, and I cannot wait to post them, and that's really the only thing I care to share this moment about my time at Unleash because I think that's all that I can, but I just, God, I just hope that people who are even a little interested, even a little curious, like, Look at it. Consider it. And I promise that you will be... I promise that you will unleash. (laughs) I can't, like, promise that you will, but I can promise you that you will have the space to do it. Fuck yeah. That's exactly what I want to say about it. Fuck yeah. So now we can get into these this episode. This you know what we should have is like a little segment where all I talk about is segments whatever conversation pieces that I just cling to in the podcast that I'm listening to. I feel like I already recommend I feel like I already do this, so segment schmegment, but you know, here we go. Okay. So this one, they're talking about crying and how fucking delicious it is and also how we're so, we're so... (laughs) 
so often the conversation is not cry. It is don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. Oh, my God. Don't cry. Uh -uh. Because we're so afraid to be in that space with somebody else. We're all like, we're all like, how dare you? Don't cry. Okay. And this is what, this is what Alex L. said. Our humanity wants to be seen in its most vulnerable states. Ugh, my heart. Our humanity, our fullness. Okay, bro, we hear you. We hear you. Yeah. Bark. Basil's being such a bad bitch right now, and she's just chilling. So, um, our humanity, our fullness, wants to be seen in its most vulnerable states. And I think this doesn't just apply for crying, which is, I think, why it struck, because it's just so fucking true for whatever you want to apply it to. Say, have you ever had a moment where you are so fucking thrilled about something? You're so excited. You're fucking elated. You cannot wait to share this and just, just, ugh, you're beaming. You're beaming. You're just, and somebody can't meet you there? Have you ever been so excited to tell somebody something or ready to get so vulnerable with someone and they're just not able to meet you there? Because it's like the it's like the opposite end as to why our humanity wants to be so seen. It's because, like, when we don't, we're like, what the fuck? Am I real? And that is, like, an existential threat to parts of us. And parts of us see that as, like, not a threat at all. They're like, well, that's completely irrational. <laughs> And then when we follow that first story that we have and that first perspective within ourselves, we're like, yeah, you're right. And oftentimes it's the most persistent, it's the loudest. So I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming myself. Because that rational part of us is... Also, speaking in a language that we're speaking in our first language, right? The language of sensation is and has become very foreign. For a lot of us. And 
And so I just like how she said that our humanity wants to be seen in its most vulnerable state. Because that's what makes us, it's our humanity. Like, that's why I was saying we want to feel real. It wants to be seen. And that means something. It doesn't want to be, it just wants to be seen. this idea of acknowledging something. I've come to really love that word because it's the first step. And it's just... It's like, oh, okay, I'm here. That was that. And that this kind of leaves a similar taste in my mouth of like, this is it. This is my humanity. This is raw. This is primal. This is me. In this moment, I am this. This is what's happening. Like, inside of me that I am now showing you. Okay. Which leads me to the next one, and that is, give it life and let it go. If you feel invited to feel safe, and if you feel that you are safe, to shed tears and to cry in front of someone, you are letting the emotional part of you come alive in the presence of that person. And we just, you know, we just don't do this often. Because it's Sometimes it's like, oh, we're just not worthy of this kind of space being held for us. Or, oh, we just can't do this. This isn't allowed. This is unsafe. I, I couldn't show you that. <laughs> what? what? No, no, I'm not showing you that. Like, you know. So to let it be alive, to Give it life and to let it go. They were talking about how crying is such a fucking relief. It's a release of actual water. Our the way this all of life is sustained. Hello. Like what? So you are giving it life. You are watering it. It's like it's like a cloud. Oh my god, it's like a cloud. It's like a fucking cloud. 
giving it life. Letting the rain fall. And then letting it go. Like clouds literally drop their rain from out of the sky. Like they just form and then they just let it go. And that's so much like our tears. Like they just form and they form and they form and then they drop. They just become so heavy that they drop. Like what a relief. What a fucking relief. So I loved that conversation and I felt so at ease in that conversation. And I felt inspired by this conversation. And I feel inspired by this conversation during a meeting that I was in, one woman said, well, you're just superwoman. And the other woman said, well, I don't feel like it. And this conversation made me reflect on that conversation and my role in it. And how if I were to do it in that moment over again, I maybe would have said, how do you feel? And that is because something that I often want to be for an individual and for humanity is this sort of mirror where it's like I'm looking at you looking at me and it goes back to that whole like inviting people to feel safe in their tears like I just I like to provoke that procure that yes I used it in a fucking sentence Procure, to obtain with care. God, I love that word. So to procure it. And it's, I don't even think that that procure is the fully right word for what I'm trying to communicate because it's not really me obtaining anything it's like the container being filled with you and being seen in that like uh it's such an invitation to witness yourself because Yeah, I just, 
what she said made me reflect on things and reflect on my values. Okay, okay, Eclipse. Um, okay, Eclipse season. This whole Mars. <sighs> Mars retrograding. Well, talking about embodiment and stuff. Hello, like, of course my week, my, of course my time has been charged. I'm like, ugh. Been a, it's been a journey, and I'm excited to keep going with that journey because it lasts till January. So, hello. <laughs> I love when I say hello like that. It's <laughs> I crack myself up. <laughs> so, yeah, it just, that's the conversation they were having, and it made me want to have the conversation, too, because it's like, wow. 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 And, you know, there's the other side to this where if you are inviting someone, you feel as though you are being inviting and you are intently listening and you are carefully holding space. And I don't mean carefully like timid, I mean like care, full of care. Which is interesting that that same word can have a different um, persona. It's like it's like a, a a light and a shadow, maybe. Yeah. But. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that if you you do show up and you do hold the space and people don't feel safe. That is no one's fault. And so... I feel as though I have opened up space and when someone denies that it's not on I mean it's 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 nobody's fault and yeah that's I think Personally, I say this because personally, it is a thought that I have of like, well, maybe you just, maybe you're just came off, like, you could have just said this instead, or uh, sometimes it's like constructive criticism is helpful as long as it's constructive criticism. So that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just meaning like, oh, well, obviously it was because, you know. <laughs> I just want to name that because it is a reality that I've had where I'm like, great, sound the fucking alarms, I can't do it. 
And I think what is going to give me practice in that, because again, I am no expert, I'm just stepping into this shit, is just holding the space for myself and then letting myself show up in my humanity, be seen in that humanity, in this space that I am offering myself. And that's gonna be, and it is a journey, but it's like, okay. Because then when I'm on the other end of maybe watching someone choose to stay A little locked away. I don't see it as like this personal un I don't see that as like a personal attack on the quality of space that I can hold or what actions like I should have or shouldn't have done like it was it's me it's me it's me like not everything is so personal you know and tapping into that so yes moving away from the frame of mind that i'm just inherently not doing what i thought i was doing or whatever and that means something bad about me moving away from that is freeing and it just So today's episode has been pretty fun, if I do say so myself. Um, Yeah, I just love the conversation that they were having, and I felt like I should update you about these little things that have been going on in my life, so there you are. The takeaway that I hope that you get from this video is, or maybe one thing that we can try and do is inviting someone to feel comfortable in tears or you yourself letting it letting it live and letting it go and just simply acknowledging that your humanity wants to be seen in its vulnerability even if we don't take the leaps and strides to actually get there and if you do kudos baby and even if you just start with this acknowledgement that hey maybe that is what my humanity wants maybe that is what is the stirring searching thing inside of me even just considering it is a step so yeah thanks for joining me tonight on this walk i I've loved chatting with you guys, and I will see you when I see you. Bye.